Hello, and welcome back to another episode of Nobody's Doing It Right, the podcast for those who are uncertain. My name is Kat. I am one of these uncertain people. And welcome. Before we get started, as always, just some housekeeping. Um, I I offer one-to-one chat sessions for anybody who needs some guidance on the topics that I talk about. Um, These are all things that I've gone through that I've learned from and about, obviously, with a therapist. Um, which I always recommend first and foremost. But if you want somebody who has perspective that is specific to mine and more of like a casual type of conversation, you know, a little a little less intense than what you might go through in a therapy session, um, you can book with me and get some of my perspective and some of my insights on things that you might be struggling with if you find that what I talk about and the videos I make resonate with you. Um, yeah, I also write books um, that talk about these types of topics as well, so you can find those on my website if you're interested. Today's topic is one that I see online all the time, and while I understand it, I understand the sentiment, it also grinds my gears because it's so limiting. It's so it's such a blanket statement. It's, you know, the topic is so nuanced, and I want to talk about it from a the point of view of somebody who's a fearful avoidant who struggles with showing up vulnerably and authentically in relationships and why the phrase if they wanted to they would doesn't always apply in the way people are making it out to it's not something you can use as a blanket statement to decide whether or not somebody is a good partner or like is has malicious intentions or anything like that um so yeah let's get into it i have some coffee with me today So you might hear me taking a few sips from time to time. Um, So I think the reason I wanted to talk about this is because I saw a TikTok video the other day. And I've talked about this topic before in some of my videos and I've kind of expressed how I feel about it. But I think I think it deserves a a whole podcast episode. Um, I saw a TikTok video a couple of days ago about a woman saying, you know, if, you know, ladies, if they wanted to, they would. And it's always usually pertaining to a guy. It's always men that are the ones that should be doing things and women are the ones that, you know, are dictating what they should be doing. Now, this isn't to say like men are right, women are wrong or vice versa or anything like that. It's just that this is specifically who this, women are specifically who this uh, phrase targets most of the time, right? So I saw this woman talking about how, um, she was talking to a guy and that man had mental health struggles so couldn't show up fully and he had taken some time to I guess sort his stuff out or he was traveling for work or something and during that time she didn't go into detail about this but during that time she was talking to somebody else and that other person was had sent her uh food or something like sent her I think a Starbucks order and she was saying ladies you know if he wanted to he would and that's how you know somebody and it's (laughs) I, <laughs> okay, there's so much to unpack with that. Okay, firstly, the fact, again, I don't know the details of, of this story. She she didn't go into back, like, the details or the background of their relationship with the first guy or the second guy. She just talked about this specific situation. The first guy she made clear was struggling with mental health issues. He had told her that, okay? And whether or not you want to believe it, she does, she wants to believe it or not believe it, it doesn't matter, right? He told her this. And that is a reason and an explanation for why he can't show up in the way that she thinks he should be showing up for her, right? Whatever. The second guy has given her something that she really values, which is a gift, right? Some people value gifts. Some people don't value gifts. So 
to use that as the baseline of what it means for someone to show up and to if they want to, they would, is really, it really disregards all other types of love languages and all the other types of people because everybody's different. Everybody shows up differently. So I wanted to talk about that. And also going to the fact that <laughs> sometimes we, I think, are quick to cut people off. And I'm, yes, and I've done it as well. I know people, friends of mine who have done it too. We're quick to cut people off because they're not showing up in the way that we want them to. They're not acting the way we want them to. How dare they not, right? And I understand, of course, you want somebody in your life, you want a romantic partner who's going to make you feel good, who's going to make you feel loved and appreciated. And that's 100% valid. So important to look for in a partner, totally. But we, I think, also have to look at what we're expecting and ask ourselves, is this the only way that we can expect it or want it to show up for us or want this person to show up for us? Is this the only way, right? Because sometimes I think we're told like, oh, the ideal relationship is a guy who does this romantic gesture and does that and shows up this way. And and while that's great, and some guys are like that, totally, is that the only way you would feel valued? Because I think that's also like, I don't know, I feel like that's, um, I would take offense to that as a woman to suggest that that's the only way I, I feel like I deserve or I can accept love. You know, we're all very, um, like we're all so intricate and we all have so many like our 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 beings our personalities are so intricate so to make this like black and white binary standard of like this is how i this is the only way i'll accept love from somebody and any other way is just not good enough is is kind of like offensive to you as a as a woman or the person who's who's being told this right if someone's telling me this like oh the guy he's he's not buying you this he's not getting you this stuff that means he doesn't care about you. That means you deserve better. It's like, the, how rude, how rude of you to assume that the only way I want to be shown love or the only way I accept love is through this specific thing, through gift giving, right? Like, do you not think I'm an intricate creature or human that has, like, I'm multifaceted in the way I can experience and show love to others, right? So that's something I wanted to also express. Um, sorry if that was a bit convoluted. It's just like, I'm still kind of working through these thoughts because... I don't know why it upsets me so much because I'm also somebody who has been the kind of person who hasn't been able to show up in a way that would be considered like a and like always appropriate or like the, the ultimate way to show up as a partner right and I've talked about my, my relationship that it lasted for seven years with somebody it was my first relationship ever in the beginning of that relationship I was struggling and still do struggle with vulnerability issues I in my family was not taught how to show up in a way that's vulnerable, to show vulnerable love. Because vulnerability is, was often seen as weakness, it was unsafe. Um, I was taught not to expect people to show up for me, so it's like, why would I show up, you know? There's all that stuff intermingled in there. My partner was the opposite. He was very open and vulnerable and did things and showed his love and words of affirmation and gifts and planning and all that stuff, which was amazing and I loved it. And he loved to give it, which is great, right? But the way, I showed up was very different than that and while he enjoyed the way I showed up which is great I also know he he would have liked more of what he was also giving to me but that was really hard for me to do in the early stages of our relationship because it felt so uncomfortable it felt unsafe you know like with the deep wounds and you know just childhood trauma you know it felt unsafe to be vulnerable in that way to show somebody 
that I care about them so deeply because it's like, what if they leave, right? Abandonment issues, all that stuff. And that hurts me. So I might as well, I, I better, I'm better off keeping myself safe by not fully showing up, you know? And it's something that I still struggle with to this day, even though I'm way more aware of it now. But imagine how much I was struggling with it when I was 21 in the, in the early stages of a new relationship with somebody like that. Had he decided that, oh, Cass just not, not showing up she's you know if she wanted to she would if she wanted to show up and and make all these plans like i am and do this and that she would do it had he felt like that and ended things early on and didn't give me the time and space and showed me the grace that i needed we our relationship wouldn't have lasted seven years it would have been cut really short we wouldn't have been able to experience each other for that long and really enjoy our time together right and that's sad that's really sad to me and I guess the reason I take this so personally is because as a woman, I'm also the kind of person that where I look back at some of my own, um, you know, behavior within relationships, specifically that relationship because it lasted so long and it was a very formative relationship. I look back on that and I've been like, wow, I'm the kind of person that these people are talking about. But not because I was malicious and I didn't care about my partner. I didn't love him or uh, I just didn't want to and that's why I wasn't doing it. Not at all. It's because I just didn't know. Like I, I, even if you were to have expressed to me, hey, I need you to do this more, even had I known, it still would have been really, really hard. So I would have needed more time and understanding from him, which he gave me. And with time, I got better at it. I felt more comfortable, more safe, more trusting of him, which is usually what fearful avoidance need, um, because that's what I am. So you need more time to understand like, okay, this person's here. They're not going to leave. They're not going to abandon me. So I feel more comfortable, more safe being vulnerable. He showed that to me and that allowed me to then learn and be more comfortable showing up in the way that he wanted me more to do, right? But I could, even even if he had expressed it to me in the early stages, maybe the first month or two months of us dating, I wouldn't have been able to do it. I, I didn't even know how to. It was not normal or natural for me in the way I was raised to show up like that. It felt very odd. And my mind didn't go to that when I was thinking of how to show him love and appreciation. That's just not how my... So it was basically like I had to reprogram my mind. And that's not easy. People make it sound really easy when we talk about like, oh, if they wanted to, they would. I told them already, so they should. It's literally like a reprogramming of how you've been taught to love and be loved and change it so that it fits into somebody else's version of that. That's not easy, especially if you're still struggling with those childhood wounds and childhood trauma. So to create this blanket statement and to be so minimizing about how difficult it can be for a lot of people who struggle with this, it's so sad to me because I I can only imagine how many relationships were cut, cut short because of that and how many connections were lost because of that. Because there wasn't that, that time and space to say, to not take someone else's behavior too personally, right? Now, I do want to say that, of course, some people just aren't, aren't considerate. They're not caring. They're there to use people. They're there to get what they want and leave. Totally. I'm not saying that there are no people like that. There are definitely many people like that. And it's important, yeah, to recognize when someone is like that and uh, remove yourself, right? So I'm not saying you should always give it, show everybody grace and understanding all the time. I'm just saying in some cases, you should. <laughs> I think in some cases, there are people who have really good intentions, just bad execution, which is, again, sad. Um, and, you know, it's hard. I think the reason that line or the phrase if they wanted to they would is so popular is because it's simple it's easy it gives someone structure and like okay okay i can follow that line and that'll keep me safe and secure and it's like yeah but then also now you're cutting yourself off from relationships or potential relationships that or even just potential whatever kind of situation or like connections however they might look 
you're cutting yourself off and you're limiting your ability to experience life. That's how I view it, right? I'm not judging anybody who, who does this or anything like that. If, if you feel better doing that, totally do that, obviously. But to me, as I look back and, I, and I learn, I've learned now and I experience new people and I see how they show up and how they struggle with certain things and I have more awareness now, like objective awareness. I'm like, wow, we're all just kids. We're all just our inner children struggling <laughs> to, to be adults and to, to connect with one another. And it's not easy. So it's like, it takes time. And I think when we look at it all from the lens of they're not showing up for me and them not doing this is a slight towards me and they're showing me that they don't care about me, it's like, it's not about you all the time. And I mean that in the most loving way. It's not about you, it's about them. They're going through something, they're struggling with things. So the way they're acting, they would act not only to you, but to anybody else they dated because there's, it's just something that's programmed in them that they have to take the time to unlearn. And sometimes the best way for us to be able to do that is to engage with people who show us that. Again, my partner of seven years, he was kind of like a guide for me, honestly. He And I think that's the point of any kind of relationship, right? Friendship, family relationships, whatever. They're meant to be guides for us. We're all meant to guide each other, right? And I'm not saying you have to take on that responsibility for somebody that's making you feel awful or anything like that. No, but I think sometimes the the best way for people to learn how to show up in ways that others need is to to find somebody who's able to to not take it too personally and be okay with you know recognizing that there needs to be some time and space and um understanding shown to somebody right you know um like and so because my my partner at the time did that for me. He probably didn't even do it consciously. I think it was just who he was and it was just okay for him. I don't know. Obviously, we haven't talked about this in detail or anything like that, but he showed that to me and it helped me grow and learn and be more vulnerable, more understanding. And now I'm able to show it to other people that I encounter. I feel comfortable now being the kind of person who say meets somebody who's still in their fearful avoidance, who's still struggling with their vulnerability and their abandonment wounds. And I can see it in them and I can be like, wow, okay, I'm going to pay this forward now because I know from my own experience of how I used to be that this is their behavior isn't personal to me. It's not about that they hate me and that's why they're not showing up, right? You know, obviously keeping in mind that if it's somebody that you know has like genuine kind intentions, right? If it's someone that's like genuinely malicious, sure, stay away from them, obviously. Um, but yeah, I can see it now from that perspective. I can see somebody who was, who is acting like the way I used to be and see, oh yeah, it's not coming from a place of hatred or not caring. It's coming from a place of, you know, childhood wounds and struggles and discomfort and the feeling of being unsafe. So now I feel comfortable being the kind of person who shows the understanding and grace to that person and the space because I can see it and I'm not taking it personally. And I, and also what's important is seeing the other ways that they show love and affection, not in the way that I expect it to be shown, right? The way I think it should be because somebody online said that this is how a, a man should show you love. And if he doesn't do it this way, then it means he doesn't care or he's not good enough. He he needs to step up his game or, you know, whatever. I see other ways in people that I maybe wouldn't have even considered as uh, a sign of affection or love, but I see it in them. And I'm like, oh, that's really interesting. Like they sh That's how they show up. That's how they feel comfortable showing up. And it's different than how I might show up. 
And that's interesting. You know, again, it's not taking it from a place of it being personal, that you're only seeing it from your perspective of this is how you show love because this is how I feel comfortable showing it. Other people show it in different ways. And I think that is so, that's where the magic is of relationships, right? Being open to experiencing another person in the way they feel comfortable showing up, you know? And again, I feel like to not allow that, to not allow yourself to experience someone in their truth, um, limits the amount of relationships and kinds of connections you can have and the kind of growth you can have as a person too, because ultimately that's the point of relationships for me. Again, all from my my perspective, but for me, the point of relationships is for your personal growth. <laughs> not like you're using people, obviously, to, to grow, but that's the point of connecting with one another, to, to help each other grow, to show each other new things and new worlds and new dynamics and all that stuff, right? So to to limit that and to cut things off just because, oh, if they wanted to, they would, and they're not doing it the way they should be doing it. That this girl online said that her boyfriend got her um, a cruise for her birthday and my boyfriend is not doing that. So that means he does, like, <laughs> there's so many other ways that love can appear and it can be very, like, you know, there's <laughs> there's just so much nuance to this conversation. I'm sorry I'm like stuttering and I'm not fully, forming sentences but because it's like I just this is how it's all coming through me right now that I'm experiencing it because that I think is the crux of what I try to share online with my content is that we are all different and we all show up differently and I want us all to be able to feel comfortable showing up the way we feel okay doing it and not to feel not to fear being judged or shame or anything like that and through that, through being able to confidently show up as ourselves and not really care about other people's opinions and to not take things too personally, we then are able to open up the space for somebody else to feel comfortable doing that with us, right? Because I, I truly believe like the best way to inspire vulnerability is by first you being vulnerable. But in order for you to be vulnerable, you have to work through all those wounds and stuff. And that's not easy. So that's that's what I try to, I, I guess, help people do because it's what I had to do and how I've learned that that's, that's the best way to kind of facilitate relationships that are beneficial, not just to you, but like to, I don't know, the world in general. You know, all of us trying to show up from a place of love and not a place of fear, fear of rejection, vulner uh, rejection and abandonment, all that stuff. And I think the phrase, if they wanted to, they would, is a fear-based phrase, right? It's not a love-based phrase. It's fear-based, you know? And don't get me wrong. I've fallen victim to that narrative. Totally. Even in recent years. Like, yeah, if they, if he wanted to, if he, if he cared, if he whatever, he would be doing this. He would be showing me exactly the kind of attention, affection, whatever that I'm showing him. But again, some people's brains are not wired the same way ours are, right? He might not even consider that uh, words of affirmation is the best way to show love. For him, it might be, it might be gift giving. It might be, um, you know, uh, quality time. But the quality time might be, you know, bonding over something. You know what I mean? Like there's so much nuance and there's so many specifics involved that I think we should all allow ourselves to be open-minded to, you know? And uh, go in with the, the, I guess go in with not exp not thinking that people are always out to be bad or malicious or to get you or they're not good enough or whatever. Go in with, yeah, I think this person is, is a good person, 
you know, and having that as your baseline. And if they prove you wrong, okay, great. Like they proved you wrong. Now you can move on. Um, but considering to really consider what it is that you can, that you think is proof that they're bad or they don't care about you, you know, I don't know. I hope that makes sense. I hope I was somewhat cohesive in this podcast episode, but I just wanted to share my own story of being somebody who I guess on the outside would be seen as, oh, they don't, they don't want to because they're not doing this. You know, I, I have been like that in the past and I've grown. And the reason I've been able to change and grow is because I met and dated somebody who was uh, open-minded and understanding. Uh, but had I met somebody else who wasn't, I probably wouldn't have been able to feel comfortable and safe enough to start showing love and appreciation in different ways and be able to be more adaptable to how other people want it, right? And again, I still struggle with it. And I'm somebody who is like very invested in personal growth work and personal development. I'm very invested in this. I've been going to therapy for a long time and my therapy is not just to simply talk. Like I really love solving mysteries in my own brain of why I do things I do. I'm like really, really obsessed with that. So imagine someone like me who's very invested in this, who really works hard and has changed and reprogrammed a lot of that stuff in me. I still struggle. I still struggle with vulnerability and um, recognizing that that everyone's different and that everybody shows love differently. I still struggle with that. So imagine somebody who hasn't even done that kind of work um, or hasn't done a lot of it. Imagine how much more they struggle with it, you know? So yeah, I just wanted to talk about this and share my experience and share my perspective for anybody else who is dating somebody who they feel like, oh, they don't want to because they're not sh showing up in this specific way. Maybe take a step back, look at it objectively and think, okay, are they showing up in a way though that's uh, showing love and appreciation from their perspective and their experience in childhood, you know? And is this something that I could also enjoy, right? Not to say that you have to completely give up your needs and your desires, not at all, but maybe this is a new way I can I can appreciate someone's love. And I've never, I never thought about it before, but look, I, I'm experiencing it now and it feels good. Um, and that's that, you know? I, I just, that's kind of what I aim for when it comes to relationships moving forward now to see what I'm even capable of experiencing and accepting, right? Like what new form of love did I not, have I not ever experienced and received before that I might really enjoy, right? Um, so yeah, I hope I hope this, this episode was interesting and informative and validating for anybody else who feels like they are also somebody who might not show up fully as much as they would like to because of their own vulnerability struggles or for anybody else who doesn't, subscribe to the mentality of if they want to they would but feels like they have to be kind of they're being bullied into believing it because of how much it's how much um how much is being pushed online i want to be validating to you as well you're not the only one who doesn't subscribe to that who who sees it as somehow um icky you know i'm i'm right there with you so yeah um again if anybody who listens to this podcast is interested in working with me to kind of work through this kind of stuff really and have perspective shifts and um see the world in different ways and objectively talk about um any struggles that you're having feel free to reach out to me on my website which is katarinawrites.com and you can book a single session with me you can book a like a, a week four week package with me where we can like dive deep into this kind of stuff which is really fun um yeah i will be back again next week with another episode